What if you could 10x your goals? Or what if you could achieve your 10-year goals in six months? How would that change your life? Do you ever wonder how people like Elon Musk or Richard Branson or Oprah Winfrey get insane results while most other people get mediocre results? Or worse, they remain stuck right where they started. World-class performers in business, sports, and otherwise get 10x results. They're achieving what most people would set as 10-year goals and achieving it in just six months. How do they do it? What's different about their thinking? What's different about how they operate versus how you operate? What if you could tap into that thinking for your life? Well, you can. Join me and 24 others as I walk you through a specific step-by-step process that I learned by working with world-class performers that will explode your limiting beliefs and finally reveal to you the actual steps that you need to take to get 10x results. Even if you only get 5x the results, or even if you only get 2x the results, how would that change your life? This is a work session. That is, you show up ready to work for the full 90 minutes, and you'll leave with a custom, personalized, written plan for you. And it takes place on Monday, February 15th. That's President's Day. It's Valentine's Day will be behind you, and you'll be able to put your full focus on the work that we'll do together. Space is limited. Go to jimharshowjr.com slash 10x to learn more. That's jimharshowjr.com, the number 10, the letter X. You have goals for this year, but if you use the same thinking that got you last year's results, you're going to get more of the same. You know there's more inside of you. You know you're leaving too much on the table. You know the clock is ticking and there's no time left to underperform. Let's break the mold of the system that you've been operating under and finally give you the plan that you've been looking for. Go to jimharshowjr.com slash 10x to learn more. There you'll find some bonuses that I don't have time to go into right now, but they'll expire soon. So don't wait until this is gone. Space is limited. Just the first 25 people. I look forward to seeing you on the work session. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Marshall Jr. And today I'm bringing you a solo episode. I'm going to lead you through a story that's actually about you. And this will, I think, strike a chord. And that's why I actually asked you to listen to this in private. I want you to really focus on my words, and I think it's going to be really beneficial for you here in this episode today. I felt these words pour out of me. I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, write them. I didn't uh, think of them. They just like came out of me, and they're some, from somewhere deep inside of me. And I, I'm excited to share this with you. Uh, and if you're you're listening to this and you want to read this, you can just go to jimharshowjr.com/action, get the full transcript, or you can watch me talk about this over on the YouTube channel. Just go to jimharshowjr.com/slash. YouTube, or you can just search me on YouTube, of course. But I try to keep it simple. Everything's just go to my website, slash something, slash YouTube, slash action, slash apply for the free coaching call with me, or slash 10x for the 10x goals work session. But let's, let's dive right in. I want you to ask yourself what you're afraid of. Like, I know you have the house and the job and the stuff. Like, you're not afraid of anything, right? You're a man, at least in the metaphorical sense. Like there's, there's plenty of women listening to this right now too. But Jackson Brown said that everyone that you meet is afraid of something, loves something, and has lost something. So I know you. I know you have fear. I know you have self-doubt. I, I know you have that. It, it's normal and it's okay. Jeff Bezos, the founder of and, and CEO of Amazon, he uses fear. You can Google it and how he sort of talks about that uh, and uses fear as a motivation. It can drive you or it can also 
keep you where you're at? Like, do you fear what you're drifting into in your life? Maybe you're drifting to a destination where you don't want to be. Maybe you fear taking action. And maybe that fear is going to keep you on course for some unwanted destination off in the future. So fear and self-doubt are normal. And it's, and it's also normal to stay there and languish in your fear and your self-doubt. And that's why most people feel stuck. That's why the following quote by Thoreau resonates so much with you and me and everybody else who reads it. And the quote is this, the masses of men lead lives of quiet desperation. That's the quote, but it also pertains you know, to men and women. So let's restate it. The masses of humanity, the masses of people lead lives of quiet desperation. And you understand that. You feel that. Maybe you covered up by talking about football or IPAs or your kids or, or the weather, but it's there. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean you're faulty. It just means you're stuck. You're, you're stuck by the confines of life with enough, enough food to not feel hungry, enough money to be able to pay the basic bills, enough cars to get you from point A to point B, enough house to live in but not enough to meet your ever-growing dissatisfaction. Not enough money, not enough time, not enough house. I, I know you. I coach clients just like you, and there's fear, and there's self-doubt, even in the highest of performers. They don't look like it on the outside. In fact, most of the time, they don't even remember the fear and the doubt that resides inside of them. It's just baked into their being. The fear and doubt is like a, a sea anchor slowing you down. And if you don't know what a sea anchor is, a sea anchor is not like a regular anchor. A regular anchor keeps you static in one place, but that's not you. You're moving. You're always moving. Maybe moving too much. Maybe, maybe you're drifting. A sea anchor is an anchor that sailors use to slow their progress. Think of like a parachute that drags in the water behind the vessel. That's basically what it is. It's, it's kind of like when you see drag racing cars, dragsters uh, with a parachute that helps them stop. A sea anchor acts as a brake, it providing drag. It's kind of like this, like a, like a parking brake, like driving with a parking brake on in your car, but, but they do it intentionally. And I really want you to follow this analogy of the sea anchor because it describes everything that you're feeling, what's going on in some area of your life. This fear, this self-doubt. It's like this sea anchor, but there's a difference between a sea anchor that a sailor might use and the one that's attached to you. Yours doesn't have a line attached to it to the top of the boat where you can see it because if it did, you would just simply cut it and be free. But no, the, the line tethering you to this sea anchor, this fear and doubt that's represented by this sea anchor, it's attached to the hull underneath the boat, somewhere out of sight. You can't even see it. This fear, this doubt, just like the sea anchor, you know it's there, but you've learned to ignore it because it's just so hard to get to. You don't even know exactly where it's at or where it's coming from. And, and you'd have to do something scary to address it. You'd have to go overboard into the cold water outside of the comfort and safety of your boat. And it would be dark under there. Scary things lurk there. Things you don't want to face. Besides, it would be risky to go down there to try to find the line and to try to cut it. Because what if, what if you can't get back in? 
And cutting the line, it would take time and you're busy, right? A sailor is busy with whatever sailors do, swabbing the deck. I don't know. I don't know if the sailors actually do that. Is that actually a thing? I don't know. But, but you're busy too. What with all the emails you have to return and the social media that you must read so you don't miss something, you know, the football games that you have to watch. But that's the only way to cut the cord. That's the only way to cut the line of this, this hidden sea anchor that's holding you back. You have to go deep. You can't stay on the surface. You can't stay comfortable. You have to dive deep under the boat where it's dark, where it's cold, and you have to look around and find the line and you have to cut it. You might even whack at it a few times with your Bowie knife. And you come back to the surface and you think you've dealt with it. You get back in the boat and you realize that you're still tethered. Damn it, you think to yourself, like, I thought he dealt with this. But that tether is still there to the doubt and the fear. It lingers. And you have to go back in and you try again. This time, however, you know where it's at. You've learned from the first time. You learned through failure. You learned that all you, although you've made progress, you failed to fully deal with it. But through your failure, you've become wiser, more experienced, more confident that you can get this thing dealt with and you know which tools you need. And you're taking action the first time. It teaches you that you need maybe a bigger, sharper knife. So you, and so you get down there and you get at it again and you may have to try a few times actually going down underneath the hull to get to get to this thing before you fully cut the sea anchor of fear and doubt that's slowing you down. And once you do, once you finally cut the cord, once you finally cut the line and release yourself from the fear and release yourself from that self-doubt, you instantly feel movement. You feel change. Like, oh, I'm, I'm moving again. I know it. There's, there's progress. It's happening. And then you climb back aboard the boat and you look around. And you're still in the midst of the ocean, the ocean of life, right? You, you look around and you won't see any change. The view hasn't changed all around you. You're still surrounded by waves. You're still surrounded by water. Nothing has changed. But you'll feel that you're moving ever so slightly, maybe a little bit faster towards your intended destination. But you're not quite sure because you, know, you, can't, you can't see anything off in the distance yet. You can't see that destination wherever it is that you want to get to in life, you can't see it yet. And you start to feel the doubt again, the fear again. And you start thinking, you start thinking to yourself like, maybe, maybe I didn't deal with that sea anchor. You wonder like, maybe it's still there. Maybe I'm not actually making progress. And at that point, you make a choice. Don't forget what I talked about at the beginning of the show. Let's 10X your goals in 2021. I'm going to lead you and 24 others through a step-by-step process that will explode your results. You'll walk away with a written plan to live your breakthrough, guaranteed. Visit jimharshawjr.com slash 10X. You can allow the sea anchor to control your fate or you can choose to proceed. Not until you look at a map and plot your coordinates, measure your progress, your benchmarks, your micro goals, will you realize that, yes, you've actually made progress. But few people actually do that. So few people actually track their course over the course of a month, a year, and years. So few people set goals and actually track them. And sure, lots of people set goals, but they just... 
then go through the days and they're tethered to the sea anchor of fear and doubt that are holding them back. They don't know if they're making progress or not making progress. So they don't measure their progress. They don't track their course. And sadly, they just simply stop trying. They don't see that they've nearly crossed the Atlantic. They stop trying and they begin to drift once again. Once again, they allow that sea anchor to insidiously attach to the hull and slow them down. In the words, you know, they start to creep back in. See, I knew I'm not good enough. I knew I'm not capable enough. And those words begin to dictate their actions or the lack thereof. But that's not the case with my clients. Like my pathfinders or my clients, these are people who have been through the Reveal Your Path program. They have the tools that are necessary to deal with the fear and the doubt. And if you feel that fear, if you know you have this sea anchor holding you back, that hidden force in your life that's keeping you from stepping into your power, stepping fully into who you are, then do something about it. As the captain of your own ship, you will soon realize, guess what? That fear and that doubt, it's always going to be there. The sea anchor is always going to come back. And as you learn this, you learn that you have to face it down. You have to be brave. You have to go under and work on cutting the line over and over again. You must move on despite the fact that it's coming back, despite the fact that it's always going to be there trying to attach back to your hull. You have to move ahead and at the same time, go overboard with the tools that you've learned to use to disable its effects and go at it again and again. These tools in the real world, because this is all a metaphor, but in the real world, these tools are, are taking action despite fear. They're reciting mantras. They're exercising, physical exercise to create chemicals in your body that are as powerful as medication. They're about having goals, having a plan to achieve those goals and benchmarks and metrics and micro goals to measure your progress. And yes, even working with a coach getting yourself into a mastermind group. These are the things that will help you identify and free yourself from the negative effects of fear and doubt, that sea anchor slowing you down in your life. But you must do the work that's necessary, even when you don't feel like it. And I don't mean that the, just the tangible work of making the phone calls or sending the emails or writing the words on the page or strapping on your running shoes. Yeah, that, that work's important. I also mean the work of cutting the sea anchor of dealing with your fear, dealing with your self-doubt. Because one morning as you wake up early to cut the line, to do the work, to cut the line once again, one morning when you're tired and you don't feel like waking up, you don't feel motivated, but you do it anyway, you warily, you know, climb to the deck to extend this analogy. You climb to the deck of the ship, you know, and the sun's approaching the horizon because the sun's not up yet. And, and you grab your Bowie knife and you set to work to cutting the cord. And when you see off in the distance, you see your destination. It's still a ways off, but it's there. You see it finally, you know, it's in sight and, and all the work suddenly feels worth it. You know, you're elated. You've done it. The journey's done. Or is it? Because now you notice between you and your destination, you see, you see obstacles, you see a reef, or you see pirates trying to steal what you've worked so hard for, or you see other ships that are already docked where you were going to dock. But you have a choice at this point. 
and you decide to proceed anyway. You've dealt with your fear. You've dealt with your doubt. So those muscles are strong. And you have a, a toolbox in hand and techniques in your book of tricks that will help you navigate not just your external obstacles of reefs or pirates or other ships, but more importantly, the tools and techniques to deal with your fears and your doubts, because those are ultimately your obstacles. They're your only obstacles. And you can probably hear from my voice, like, I understand the force of this sea anchor, these forces of fear and doubt, because I just articulated it to you. You know, if you're following me on Instagram, you see behind the scenes of my real life. Like, I have this force acting upon me, the sea anchor of fear and doubt. I've done the deep work with coaches and psychologists and hypnotherapists. I welcome the accountability. I challenge myself within my mastermind groups. I do scary things. I make hard commitments. I fail. I keep going. I do the work by asking myself the hard questions. I know how to find and cut the cord that tethers me to my own fear, my own self-doubt. It's slowing me down. I battle it every single day. Some days I win. Some days I lose. Some months I win. Some months I lose. Some areas of my life, I find myself winning. Other areas of my life, I find myself losing. You're probably thinking, yes, Jim, okay, well, you get it, and that's good. Let me just, let me just read another book. Let me just listen to another podcast. Let me just learn one more productivity hack. That'll do it. No, it won't. It'll feel good. That's good. That's learning. It's progress. It'll feel good for a time, but... That'll be like this hypothetical sailor finding a, a new way to make his ship sail just a little bit faster while still navigating with the, the sea anchor tethered to his hull. Learning through books and podcasts is good, but it's action that's going to change you. You might be thinking, yeah, yeah, but you're different, Jim. You were an all-American wrestler and successful in business. Although you're not seeing my failures if you just think of that when you think of me. But you're thinking, you know, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know my story. You don't understand my fear, my self-doubt. My fear, Jim, is real. My doubt is founded in actually fact. It's buried somewhere deep in that unconscious mind of yours. But you're thinking mine is different. In fact, I, Jim, Jim, I don't even think it's fear or doubt that's holding me back. There's just this thing that I'm not good at that's holding me back. I don't, I don't really have a choice. It's just that there's some skill set or knowledge that I don't have or network or money or degree that I don't have. Sure. No, I know. <laughs> I sure it is. You know, that, that sailor can do all the work that's necessary to sail towards the destination. But until he deals with that sea anchor, all the trimming of the sails, all the uh, adjusting of the heading, that's still going to leave him struggling and languishing, just like you. And you can be the best sailor in the world, but you'll still be slowed by that sea anchor. And deep down, you know, this, this quote from, from Marianne Williamson, maybe you've heard this quote. Maybe you believe in this quote. I think you do if you're listening right now. And the quote says, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Deep down, you believe that. Deep down, you know that our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate, not that you're inadequate, but your deepest fear is that you are powerful beyond measure and you're not yet tapping into it. If you want to address your sea anchor, if you want to find it and deal with it once and for all, determine your first step, your first action. If that's a call with me, great, so be it. You know how to do that. I've talked about it before, jimharshawjr.com slash apply. 
It's an easy first step. Maybe it's committing to the 10X Your Goals work session. You can join, you can go to jimarshojr.com slash 10X to learn more about it. Maybe it's something totally different. Maybe it's committing to signing up for a Spartan race or to run a 10K. Maybe it's sitting somebody down and telling them that you love them. Maybe it's signing up for a course or a program. But make your commitment. Take this step in the next 10 minutes. Not next week. Not tomorrow, in the next 10 minutes. You can do this. You can do something in the next 10 minutes that will be the spark, that will be the catalyst for you because it all starts with one small thing. When you set it in motion, the change, the transformation will happen for you. You'll identify your fears, your doubts. You'll cut the cord. You'll move forward without them. And when they come back, you'll be ready to deal with them again. You'll get smarter. You'll get you get wiser. You get more experienced. Do this in the next ten minutes. Don't just let this roll to the next episode. Do something. Take action in the next ten minutes. If you know somebody else who needs to listen to this, give this a share. Tell your friend. Tell your neighbor. Tell your colleague to go to jimharshawjr.com slash. 285 or just to listen to X, you know, success through failure episode 285, share this with somebody who, you know, it's going to fire them up. It's going to motivate them and they need to hear it. If you want to listen to more of my solo episodes, you can go to jimharshawjr.com slash solo, where it's just me, no guest. I try to alternate these with, uh, these solo episodes with guests, but please take action. I look forward to working with you. If you join me and 24 others in the goal setting work session. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.